0: good good
1: excellent what are we doing hello okay hello scumbags this is the scummy mummies podcast with your hosts ellie gibson and helen thorne hello and welcome to the scummy mummies podcast it's me ellie gibson And it's me, Helen Thorne. Yes, and we are, hopefully record breakers yes that's the plan uh yes just for anyone who's, who doesn't got a clue what we're talking about we've just come back from everest base camp helen oh but that's the thing about everest base camp you know why would you mention
0: it i mean really I just,
1: just yeah i've started i've really i already started saying that i climbed everest or at least sort of letting people think that just insinuate i've been to everest i just say and people assume that i summited and who am i to correct them
0: that's, that's... right we
1: we were we we double checked we were on everest weren't we yeah no we were we were on it Base Camp is at the base of Everest therefore it's at at Everest isn't it
0: yeah so that's what we're going to do the podcast about today uh, is about us spending an awful long time and being very, very cold and very tired going up to Everest for a 30-minute gig.
1: Yeah, exactly. So um, thank you so much, everybody. We ha- we did load of stories. Uh, they're on the Instagram s- still, on the highlights if you want to see them. Um, we did load of stories about our trip and we had loads of questions, so I thought we could try and answer some of those questions. Uh, and, uh, yeah, things like, uh, why on earth did you fucking do that? Why? A question that we asked ourselves, Helen, some t- quite, quite a few times over the... Twenty fifteen yeah, about, days about
0: or so a Day into the fourteen days.
1: Why did we do that? Why? Well,
0: let's let's go back a couple of years. Well, difficulty, difficulty. You have been reading quite a few things about Everest over the years. You've had I have you've had yet. a fascination with the mountain. Yes, you?
1: I've read all the books. I've seen all the films. Uh, my favourite book is Into Thin Air, which is the really bad one about how they all died that time in nineteen ninety six. So, who wrote uh, the book? <laughs> <laughs> It's a great book. Um, so yeah, I've been obsessed with sort of Everest and what what basically what's wrong with people and why why would you want to do something where you have a very high chance of of dying um, just to say you've done it. So I've been fascinated by that. So after we did the after we did the marathon, which again we don't like to talk about, no, in uh, 2021. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I think you were like, what should we do now? Yeah, and I stupidly said, let's walk to Everest base camp. Yeah, and then you said while we're there why don't we try and break the world record for mm-hmm. the highest stand-up comedy gig on land yes and, it, and
0: it's a little bit like how scummy mummies came about in that you said let's do a podcast yeah when it was 10 years ago and i said yeah well let's do a live show yeah so it's sort of like you do the thing and then i make st- us <laughs> wear catsuits in stupid places yeah, yeah. exactly no, it's, it's, it's a winning formula it works out well, well. it's a formula anyway <laughs> <laughs> so but not and we and we obviously did a bit of training in the lead up to it. So last no, not last year, the year before we went to Yorkshire. No, it was last year. Yeah, yeah. And did a hundred mile hike. And I've got to say, I would highly recommend that. Yeah, that was nice. It was in the in the sort of undulating hills of Yorkshire. We have talked about it on the podcast before. But at the end of the day, Ellie, you're going to a like a a pub or a B and B. You have a hot shower. Yeah, yeah. You get you get a fry up, you get, you get a part of lager, mate. I mean yeah. you get some questionably
1: weird characters who run these <laughs> remote establishments, but you know, you get a, you get a cup of tea. Yeah, you do sometimes feel like you're living in a series of four in a bed, but yeah. I quite like that show, so it's fine. Uh I did give us something to bitch about the the next day. Yeah. Um.
0: But you know, I I I love that walk, and I do love the walking and all that sort of stuff. But but
1: Nepal's a different beast. It's different. Well, it's literally a different place, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's it actually is different. It's quite foreign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do things differently there. Yeah. And um, yeah. No. So that that was the idea, wasn't it? Yeah. So a bit like. Um, the the walk in Yorkshire you do you go and you see amazing scenery all day yeah. and then uh, we had porters and guides to obviously help us not get lost and to take our bags like from mm. place to place and stuff so we just had day bags and stuff um, and it was all organised with this woman called Tanya from Live Breathe Hike who's excellent and if you're going to do it I would absolutely highly recommend her mm. her services because she's brilliant isn't she
0: yeah and she's been a mountaineer I asked her she's sort of our age sort of late forties. And she's been a mountaineer since she was twenty-one. Yeah. So she's done a few hikes. She's,
1: she's done. She's tried. She's like done lotsy and all that. I mean, she's done some batshit things, as I said to her. Oh, you wouldn't catch me touch of a barge pole, but good for her.
0: Yeah. She's <laughs> like, oh yeah, I spent a week. I know. I spent a month. Two a months. Tent. Yeah. Then we going to tent. No. No, thank you. No, thank so you. she's Hardy. Yeah. Uh, but she's got a great sense of humour and, and we did say at the end she was like our mum
1: yeah exactly <laughs> because she obviously has to arrange all the food and all the you know and everyone's constantly like, oh, are we nearly there yet and you know yeah. oh what are we having for dinner and, I need oh, the toilet oh have I got pulmonary edema uh, it's all a bit like that so um, yeah so basically for, for a friend of ours cat who ends up coming on the trip as well we booked this hike with Tanya and we did we paid for it ourselves just to be clear we raised money for charity but all mm. that money is going to the charity direct yeah um, we, we didn't think it was right to ask anyone to pay for our holiday <laughs> but, no even if it wasn't really a holiday um, so uh, yeah so it's it's a great trip you basically fly to Kathmandu and then like we had like one night there and yes. then we then we set off full of hope and optimism ah with clean
0: hair clean pants yeah you know um and and, you know, she did stipulate. And the great thing about Tanya, again, if you're going to do uh, a walk with her, like she did a couple of video calls with us beforehand, you know, really extensive sort of pack lists, all that sort of stuff. So we felt very prepared. Yes. We've done, you know, I've done a few runs. Ellie Ellie did the stair stepper oh, at the gym. Oh,
1: <laughs> loved it. Yes, because you can watch Netflix while you're on the stair stepper at again, my gym, which is very enjoyable. Yeah. It's, a, it's a lovely way to exercise. Don't um, know, I didn't just do that for two weeks, to be honest. <laughs> so but no, here we are.
0: Next year. Um, yeah, so, so we felt really prepared and we yeah we got up I think it was like four in the morning on the Sunday morning and off we went and um I I must say that was the one thing I was kind of a bit apprehensive about is that to get to the start of the base camp walk you've got to take a teeny tiny plane it is very small it's like a 12 seater
1: or something was it yes very little yes
0: one 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 chair one seat either side and um, that was the thing I was kind of and and it is a famous airport. It's like a tiny runway. Yeah, Lukla. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's
1: about it's less than a swimming pool, I think. Yeah, it looks you just like. kind of arrive and stop. Yeah,
0: um, and and I love Kathmandu um, domestic airport. They're like the the flight may go it may not
1: who knows yeah it's just sit down eat a boiled egg and wait yeah. wait for your flight yeah which may or may not leave uh and ours did leave brilliantly yeah and you were very i was very impressed helen because i i love flying anyway i was quite excited by it. even for me i was like wow this is quite a small plane this is obviously quite dangerous um but you you seem quite calm and serene oh. because you revealed to me i think the next day why were you so calm helen i may have dropped a little Ernie bell i, I may <laughs> may have had I had some
0: leftover Valium, um, I I got some, uh, you know, a few months ago and I thought, maybe I'll just like sneak one in. It worked though, I was quite chilled. you looked pretty mellow, yeah. Yeah, 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 I was having a lovely time looking at, (laughs) looking at the thing. But, um, yeah, it was, it was a 45 minute flight and, uh, and Very smooth in the end, it was quite quite nice i you looked at that, you looked at the more scenic side, the right side was the side with the mountains. I looked at the sort of the pastoral scenes on the left which yeah. was fine
1: no i I was able to see exactly how close we were to to the <laughs> yes. the, the summits and I was happy uh, for you uh, and that doing was exciting. That. Yeah, Good. Yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah, so we arrive in look we go to the first tea houses now, just to be clear, for the fourteen nights that we did the trek. Um, only one night we stayed in a tent. So we stay at these each night. You stayed a little, thing got a tea house. It's is sort of like a little wooden guest house, really. Yeah. And you and there's a central bit where it's like there's a heater, and that's where you have all your meals and things. like that Yeah, like that. a main
1: room, but yeah. yeah. But in in none of the other rooms, including the bedroom, there's there's no there's no heating, which is something no. I hadn't really thought about hard enough. Uh, and also Tanya said when we were there it was exceptionally cold it was unseasonally cold for the time of year so yeah. we'd wake up and there'd be ice on the inside of the windows and the toilet would have frozen over and like the taps wouldn't work because so not only was there no hot water there was no water quite a lot of the time yes uh, which I found difficult because I like to as Cat <laughs> and I started telling you I like to do my ablutions Helen you I like to, do I have to have a proper wash yeah. in the morning I have to wash my armpits and my face uh, bits but i liked it you know whereas cat was just like no fucking way just get up just get dressed or she would just sleep in clothes and then wear clothes and i was like no i must do my ablutions uh, which is difficult when there is no there is no i did not i did not i didn't yeah. ablute.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we might get in we might get into that later about how many days in a row i wore the same pair of salt <laughs> Without uh, even taking them off. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I I didn't tell you at the time because I thought she's got enough on. No, yeah. Was, I mean, literally, yeah. yeah. So yeah. um, yeah. No, I, I, we, we. Oh, we'll get into the top tips in a minute. But we every day we had this thing called the Nalgene oh. drink bottle. Now, the, oh, let's just talk about the wonders of the Nalgene. Love the Nalgene. <laughs> Love her <a> Nalgene. <laughs> <laughs> they're not paying us for this, by they're the way. They're not. They're not. Uh, it's not like Michael booblames's perfume.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I miss. I, I miss the smell of boob day. um so yeah so again brilliant tanya suggested we get these nalgene bottles which i'd never heard of actually but the point and they're they're not that cheap it's like 15 quid i think yes which is dear for a water bottle very dear and hilariously there's loads of them available and you and i bought exactly the same one without without having any communication about it. we bought the same one just in different colors yes off of Amazon. and
0: again we bought the same snood yeah we exactly the same, and other... that was the same color yeah, yeah yeah and we had so the funny. same yeah and we we had a few few similar things but... yeah
1: but yeah. But, but the point of the Nalgene is you can put boiling water in it mm. and then you can use it as a hot water bottle at yes. night. And then when you wake up in the morning, you still have lukewarm water with which you can do your ablutions. Exactly right. Which I know is a big, big, big point for you. <laughs> um, and when Tanya told us this on the Zoom call when we were in our nice warm houses, I thought, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, a bottle that's a hot water bottle. I might not bother with that bit, but why not? Yeah. Oh, my God, I was so grateful for that bloody thing every night I
0: cuddled it like a boyfriend it was like every night I'd be like oh and and so you'd have your dinner and then everyone would put their bottles on the table and we're like tata pani tata (laughs) which is hot water in Nepalese and and we'd all we'd all... you just said it in Welsh with that I accent. I okay. so. Again, apologies to Nepal. I, I've, got, I've got many reasons to apologise. Um, but yes, the yes, you you'd go off and then you'd just put. Sometimes I'd wrap my pajamas in yes. in in the hot water bottle inside the inner liner in the sleeping bag, and then we'd have
1: another duvet over the top, and yes. we were still
0: kind of cold. <laughs>
1: I was warm in the bag because I bought a really stupid, like massively heavy duty, super down sleeping bag. Cause I was terrified of being cold, and I had a fleece liner, and I had like thermals. So I was warm enough in the bag, but my face would still poke out, and it would be like <laughs> you'd wake up and your face was like a little ice block. Oh it was my weird. god, I had
0: frozen snot. Oh. We, oh, it was awful. And then, and then did your uh, holes freeze over? No, no. Oh. It was just it was it was just so cold. Like you'd have like um Taz my um so Ellie went with um well we all went together yeah but you you shared a room with Kat your your dear friend and my friend and then I had my friend Taz who'd come over from very hot Australia uh to very 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 cold uh Nepal and yeah we would just be so cold at night and then but you'd have to brace you the thing about being in the very very cold room is you'd have to brace yourself to do anything yeah like even packing your bags my hands used to ache if, yeah. I, if I exposed my, um, what's it called, hands without any covering, I couldn't move them for about an hour No. afterwards. So you'd, you'd have to pack everything very quickly and get in and out. And then, yeah, some nights I did, did sleep in my clothes because I was too cold.
1: Well, towards the end, I think, I think in the tent, the night in the tent, when at base camp when it was minus 25, I just put on a lot of clothes. I was just yeah. like, this is, this is it now. This is the end game. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But I still did my ablutions. <laughs>
0: No, did Where I? did
1: you get no, I, 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 I used a face wipe. I All used right. oh, a face well, fair wipe. enough. See, that's um, okay. But yeah, no, I had the. I used to get. I used to call it like crab hands. Like my my hands. I had a limited time to try and pack my bag in the morning because it was so. You can't really do that with gloves on. No, you know, So you'd have to like. You got to fold things up, put them, and then my hands would be like. I would have a limited amount of minutes for my hands actually sort of froze into sort of claws. Yeah, like little Lego hands. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like really hands. awful. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I would come out, and then stupidly I realised now I would try and warm them on the heat in the main room if there was one sometimes there wasn't uh, and I've ended up with um, really terrible like scabs on my hands like really it looks like I've got scabies yeah and um, we're not sure I've had my friend nurse Jessie look at them uh, we're not sure if it's chillblains or if it's some sort of frostbite I prefer frostbite because that sounds more exciting a bit more romantic yes chillblains sounds like something nine year olds get because they didn't put their gloves on properly it sounds you know Victorian I mean? actually yeah. oh she's
0: got chillblains yeah Yeah. no no frostbites so much more big grills really yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got a
1: frostbite. I've lost three fingers already, hoping to hang on to the remainder. Uh, yeah, stick it back on. I think it's gonna be fine. I think it's <clears throat> all gonna be fine. It's been a bit sore, but it's it's all right. I've been getting through the pain with the help of some um uh codeine, which I picked up in a Nepalese pharmacy. So there's that. Uh, there, that There was a there's a place called Namche Bazaar, which is every, yeah. everyone
0: will go through it uh, if you're doing base camp. And, yeah, there's a couple of pharmacies. You're like, oh, can I have these pills? And they're like, yeah, you go. Yeah. And, oh. and there's no packets. It's just no. like... <laughs>
1: It's just... Literally like a drug dealer.
0: Yeah, I uh, mean, we've got some um, things that make you go to sleep. But apparently you're not allowed to have those on the mountain because it might make you die. That's right,
1: that's yeah. right. So um, so we were on this trek, we we should say, um, obviously with our friends, as we mentioned, Cat and Taz. And then also there were these three lads, Duncan and Adrian and Mark, who are from the south of England, who we'd never met before but turned out to be brilliant. Top blokes. Top blokes. Uh, and then there were these two doctors from Colombia, Emmy and Juan, uh, I was very reassured to have doctors with us, to be honest. Absolutely excellent. I'd highly recommend travelling with doctors at, at I all times. I'd recommend going anywhere with Emmy and One. I'd, <laughs> I'd like them to come and live in my house, to yeah. be honest. Can't get a GP's appointment about me chill slash boss I think it'd be probably easier and cheaper to fly to Colombia to get One's <laughs> advice
0: at this point in time. <laughs> yeah. They were delightful. And I have to say, so there was nine of us who were the Trekkers... Tanya was our guide, so that was the 10 of us. And then we had three amazing guides, uh, Nima, Dawa, and Punaru. Yeah. And then we'd have um, some amazing porters, and they carried our bigger bags. But we, to, to be clear, they only had to be 10 kilos. So for 14 days, we had 10 kilos in our big bag, yeah. and then we'd have our backpacks with... With my Snickers bars, yeah. and, and then and then all the different varieties of outfits you'd have to take for the day because you
1: don't know if it's going to snow or rain or whatever, and and of course your nail jean which is yes the yeah. essential item that was key. Yeah. So um yeah so they were they were brilliant. They literally we literally could have done it without without those guys. So thanks to them, um, and we didn't get lost either, which is also a bonus. Mm. Uh. So yeah. So that was it basically. So we would set up every morning about eight o'clock, wouldn't we? And and, yeah. and just just walk and um at, from the tea houses we'd have these enormous
0: breakfasts which was just a carb fest yeah you yeah. could have bread or fried
1: bread or chapatis porridge apple porridge was one of our awakenings yep, on the yep. on the trip that was nice and tibetan uh, bread we had a lot of that it's basically like a big donut it was really oh, good
0: and lots of drizzly honey but one of the first things that we discovered which which piqued ellie's interest was hot lemon
1: oh tato tato lemon yeah, yeah. was it anyway uh, yeah which is basically powdered lemon drink yes uh, very restorative sort of like a lemon sip without the medicinal qualities yes like a, like a, a, a lemon tang yeah, yeah it was amazing uh, that was delightful that kept us going a lot yeah you got very useful by a coca-cola a day didn't yes, you yes yes so well, found it a bit sweet yeah so it was sort of it was like post mix yeah
0: and um and the higher up you got obviously the more expensive so the, on the yeah. first day it was 300 rupee, and the last that was 750 Repair the closer you got to um, Everest, but that was my that was my medicine. Yeah, and I was like, I'm going to drink half a liter of Coke every day, and that 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 sort of worked. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, I don't know if it worked or not. I I just enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, syrupy so, goodness. Good for you. Yeah, um, yeah. And we didn't start out on the altitude medication, but after about three or four days, I ended up going on this medicine called Diamox because I was getting really really awful migraines. Nobody wants really that. Nice. That's all you awful. You don't want that, mate, and you don't want that when you're trekking up and down mountains. So I started taking the stuff which i would recommend i didn't actually have a prescription with me i didn't sort it out before i went i just thought oh it'll be fine we're going really slowly i'll acclimatize naturally yeah that's an error that was an error uh yeah. luckily like we all had enough between us that people were very kindly and the lovely doctors uh gave us gave us enough pills it as it's fine that the random lady a random german lady thanks yes. to her as well and she we gave her a,
0: we gave her a snickers bar in report return for drugs felt I... like
1: a fair trade yeah, it did feel I did. a bit like we were living in the war but I quite enjoyed that <laughs> element of it um, so I took. So I would say that would be my top tip if you're going to go um, you don't know and I've been to the Himalayas before and I've been at altitude before but you don't know how your body's going to react um, and I sort of wish I'd taken my own supply yeah. it was fine uh, but prob- probably do that yeah that's what I would basically say to anybody going take yeah, altitude medication and a drink bottle. Yeah. Off you go. You'll be right. And more ibuprofen and paracetamol than you think you need. Because <laughs> yes. also we went through quite a lot of that. Yes, um,
0: that that was right. And also, I, you, you're not you're not uh, into these things, but I took a lot of panty liners, and that saves on the wash. Oh, very nice. Yes, yeah, I mean yeah. you know if, if people want to know about
1: that kind of yeah, downstairs, I find them uncomfortable, but I, they they can slide around. Yeah, just took a lot of pants, but yeah, uh, no, just wore them inside out. Not going to lie. How <laughs> many diet days did you? Wear the same pair of pants. Well,
0: I had a panty liner. Line so, so yeah, So, so I, so there was. I think I did like three or four days in the same pants. Yeah, but I did. You know, there, I, well, I wasn't touching
1: cloth the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but we well, had, but the, yes the, the, it's their own exactly I was doing my ablution so I was alright I was pretty clean <laughs> clean as a whistle yeah and
0: I, I took for some reason I took two massive tubes of canister someone said oh it can get a bit you know well you're
1: wearing fleece aren't you very close to you? I was worried about that I took yeah. some canister but we were alright weren't we yeah
0: we, we got through without thrush I mean you know bonus bonus friend we should do a bingo <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, lot take lots of paracetamol, and lots of ibuprofen. Good, you do. It's it's hard not to get a headache because you're you're in an altitude, but also it's a, it is a really big thing. It's not only physically um demanding, but you know there are some some days of the heights where it's just all uphill yeah. and you're scrambling sort of over rocks and things like that. So you're always thinking about where you're going to put your feet. And um and we had. Poles, we all had uh, what's it called walking hiking poles. poles, yeah,
1: yeah, and they, they were a bit of a revolution as well, yeah, they were very good because we didn't take those, did we, to Yorkshire where we did the walk last year? I never really no, used them. No, but your before. father, it, all over the, the poles, park. god, he would not, it was great for cows, yes, yeah, great, <laughs> he didn't just hit, cows hit them, he
0: just, he, he just waved them, that yeah. was his magic power,
1: um, yeah, so I was really glad we took hiking poles, uh, that was good, um, yeah, and also good for sort of protection from the yaks because they like, i'd heard about the yaks and there's these obviously these trails of yaks going up and down the the trail but on like one of the first days someone said to us oh yeah and a couple of years ago one of the yaks gored someone in the thigh and they bled to death on the mountain just in every space camp trek and we were like oh, oh right. good yeah at so, that point i was quite frightened of them but before i'd just yeah. been like they're just big cows and then i was like no they're absolutely murderous bastards
0: they're so huge and the horns do look you know, yeah they look
1: they look kind of like machetes you know, <laughs> after
0: you've been told that there's there's many ways to die this is the thing like um uh, <clears throat> oh, i have been afraid of the heights the heights the heights i've been afraid of heights for many years and i i did find i wasn't on that trip. you didn't was,
1: look it on this trip
0: at all not 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 in the slightest i'd be walking like on the knife edges of you know things but for some reason i don't know whether it's you know obviously been through a few big things in the last couple of years but i didn't i i wasn't ever afraid of the heights or doing anything you know and we went over enormous suspension bridges i really enjoyed they were beautiful
1: yeah yeah apart from that sometimes i would stop in the middle and you'd be like yeah okay just keep going keep going i'm going i'm doing well (laughs) i'm doing so well now you you really loved it but that was
0: as 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 your dear friend um it was it was a joy to see how happy you were on the trip and and, and you could see that the you know and especially when we got to base camp as well it was i mean it's it's a very harsh place and a cold place but it's it's kind of fascinating. It feels like you're on the fucking moon.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it well, and it, I did have an amazing time and it was a truly amazing adventure. I feel bad. I feel like we've just, we're just moaning. Yeah. Um, it was Of course it was a great privilege um to be able to go on this trip and have that time, you know, away from our kids and have that time together and, and, and see all the amazing stuff. It was amazing. And, and we're sitting, I do feel like a prick to be honest because we're sitting here moaning about, you know, oh there was no electricity sometimes or there was no water. There's people who live like that every day. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And we're moaning about having done it for two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> and I was back sit- sitting in my house. Oh, can we start the podcast again, Ellie. Sorry, yeah, about no, that. no, they're no. absolute pricks. No. but it's all relative, isn't it? It's what you're used to, I suppose.
0: Yeah, but also, I think I think it's good that you know, if you are listening to this, because like you and I listened to lots of podcasts when we looked up Everest Base Camp. Yeah, and I think it is good to sort of point out the realities of of it is it it is strenuous strenuous and it is hard and it's a big old challenge. But fuck me, I, nothing will ever take away. You know etched in my memory all those scenes of those enormous mountains you know the beautiful people we met and um we're just you know feeling really proud of our bodies for doing the thing that it did for 14 days as well
1: yeah absolutely And, and the scenery was the most astonishing scenery i've i've ever witnessed it really was because obviously you know You've got the majesty of it and the scope of it, but also it's not—it's not like going to the Lake District or something where you see other people. Like we'd go hours and hours without seeing anyone else. Do you know? What yeah. I mean? There's just this sort of unspoilt landscape, and like you know, I've been to the Alps and seen amazing mountains there, but the you know it's all it's all cable cars and paragliders and skiers. Not there's none yeah. of that infrastructure. The places we were going, it's properly remote and properly
0: yeah,
1: just absolutely breathtaking to look at. It really was. So a hundred percent was worth. The sort of hardship, as as we as it were. Um,
0: and is it going to be like childbirth? As soon, as all, all the hard bits will will yeah. forget, and we'll just go, "Fuck, it was gorgeous." Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll just look at the photos, go, "Look at our smiling faces." We're eating a Mars bar, yeah. <laughs> sitting on the side of the mountain. Let's not think about all the other things. Um, and <clears throat> yes, the toileting. Uh, when you go to nepal you can't put the paper in the toilet no that's the other thing and and you're you're a big fan of the drip dry we had to do a lot of nature wheeze so that was fine yeah yeah got, i got better at not pissing onto my
1: hiking boots so that was good we <laughs> <laughs> got better at that and then the we best... need you just need a system like you know when we're in the van and steve hill has his his roadie system for farting. farting which yeah. is announce announce you're going to do it wind down unwind, wind yes. the window down release, release the fart. Yes, wait, <laughs>
0: <laughs> clear clear, that's it, yeah, yeah
1: Clear. <laughs> and then put the window back up again and then yeah.
0: rewind, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, my you just farting need a system was- like that
0: <clears throat> if we're going to talk about fighting, sorry, <laughs> sorry to you, but but also there were times where Tanya, the the lovely guide,
1: would say, "Do you know Nima's Nima laugh- Sherpa was absolutely unwell with laughter,
0: laughing." I just kept fighting the whole time because every day, every yeah. day at lunchtime, we'd stop at you know these delightful sort of tea houses. My favourite was in Facting. Oh or, or fact-ing, not, or was yeah, Facting. it or was it in Funky Tenga? I think no, Funky com. I can't Tenga. Not do that when you say that. I know. Funky uh, Tenga was this sort of magical place next to a suspension bridge, and it was the, the sun was shining. And um, oh, I ate so much dal bart. That was what yeah. we ate every day, which was rice
1: rice a bit of rice a bit of potato curry and then a bit of um, like lentil gravy yes stuff and then some greens and sometimes a bit of pickle yeah and a poppadom yeah oh it was lovely by by day 12 I was a little bit like oh here we go again but it was lovely it was really nice delicious and it was that proper fuel that you
0: needed but no one farted as much as I did.
1: No one ever does. No, that's
0: <laughs> so much farting. But I, it was me <laughs> and the delightful Adrian who ate the most. I would, I, I was ravenous. I could not stop eating. I've never eaten that much in my life. I'd have like like two or three servings for
1: every meal. It was yeah. so much food. No, I, I ate a good amount, but I, I, yeah, I was I finished starving. your meals. You finished a lot. a lot of my food. Yeah. I lost three kilos. I put on two.
0: (laughs) I mean, there we are.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's science. (laughs) Adrian must have eaten my other kilo. Oh, my God.
0: That's the maths.
1: That's so funny
0: who gets oh, anyway everyone's like god you lose so much weight Nepal I was like do do you maybe I didn't need to eat eight bowls of noodles every day I was it like, can't have been the coke and the snickers bars it can't have been that no no, no it's no. not 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 all that um, yes I, I, I just sort of went
1: do you know what my body's saying oh mate absolutely survival i was i was making myself eat because i was like no you've got to i know
0: there was yes i I was just like no this is it it was holiday rules oh yeah so i I kind of thought one kilo a week that's that's completely fine but um but yeah i have i was like pre-carb loading because i'm going to run a marathon next month so i'm like i'm just carb loading now (laughs) no it's good it's good yeah
1: uh, yeah, and also I think I probably lost weight because uh, there was no... Uh, you, you can't drink alcohol, basically. Ah. Uh, at, so we didn't have any booze for like... Two weeks. Two weeks, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's just not a good idea. And when they first saw me that, I was like, oh, you know, I like... I, I wasn't planning to get battered, but I like a beer at the end of a long day's yeah. walk. Yeah. And then, like, as soon as we got into altitude, I was like, no, like, this is awful. This is like having a hangover. Yeah. When I've had no alcohol. I cannot imagine how... Fucking terrible! I'd be feeling if I also had three beers last night. So I was actually really happy yeah. to just be off the booze. That bit was not was not difficult at all. I didn't.
0: I didn't miss it. I did no,
1: not. No, I really didn't. But when we did have that first Tuborg far out, yeah, oh, oh that's oh, right. We came uh, out.
0: That was nice. That was a very, 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 very lovely, lovely, lovely beer. But yeah, no, it was. It was good to have that. And also, uh, all we wanted to do was sleep. And sleeping was sleeping was a big issue within the whole group. Actually, yeah.
1: Yeah, I I didn't sleep well the first few nights, and then yeah, I went on this diamox medicine. And I slept a lot better, but for a lot mm. of people, it just got worse and worse, and it mm. was really really tough, tough going. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: because when you can't breathe, so that was the one thing that people were saying. Um, one of the one of the blokes was saying, like in the night, just having to make yourself manually
1: breathe. I like go, <gasps> you know,
0: that's that's that can be a bit frightening. I think. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's I I can imagine. I didn't have that, but I can imagine that's pretty horrific yeah um yeah i, I do think um because someone on the tracks of this actually i can't remember who now but someone said and i had this understanding as well that before we went like it was like the sort of information that i'd read i'd perhaps misinterpreted because i was and this person was on the understanding that you go to altitude not either kind of affects you or it, it doesn't yeah when having been through that experience actually that wasn't true for our group it affected all of us um, to different degrees and, and at different, different times, points, yeah. But also with completely different results. So I yeah. had migraines. I don't think anyone else in the group, no, had that. But some people had the the breathing thing; they couldn't breathe. Like, yeah. Um, you know, uh, people had stomach upsets and stuff, yeah, like, which I didn't have. So you just don't know how it's gonna. And it didn't affect you till right at the end, did it? No, I didn't get. I on <laughs> on the night we stayed at
0: base camp, um, and it was yes, it was twenty. -25. My hat felt very tight at night and I was like, "Oh, that's Your up. hat
1: felt tight. Yeah. Do you think
0: the altitude made your hat
1: shrink?" Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it affects us all in different ways. Oh, I was
0: like, I felt like my head was expanding. Really? Yeah, and oh, it was no. a horrible feeling. Like in a painful way? Yeah. Oh no. Like my like my, my brain was slowly inflating. Right. And well, that can only be a good thing. <laughs> oh i didn't feel smarter on it that was that was the night that was the night so that was we had we had lose within the tea houses but obviously with the tents there was a tent that was far away which was a dugout and they said look if you need to do a wee in the night just go
1: yeah they said don't go to the toilet tent because you have to go down a little i think there was like a trench i don't know if it was a case of avalanches or whatever but they were like don't try and go down the trench in the dark you'll break your neck like just just do a wee outside the tent but I found that
0: difficult because, like, oh, should I not wee? And, like, I was next to your tent. And then I I couldn't make a decision. So I just, like, like walked around in circles and, like, went up to, like, the dome. And then <laughs> finally I did a piss. And I was like, oh, God. I couldn't make a decision. So that was that was the night I found the hardest. But right. the rest of it I didn't have too many. We were a bit woo-woo. that day we went up to the top of the – I think it was at Dinbokche. We were doing a walk up to the top of the hill. And when you and I got up to – I think it was – over four thousand meters,
1: we were both a bit doleful. Oh yeah, a bit, bit wacky. Yeah, mm. but in a quite a fun way. Yeah. Yes, yeah. But no, I, I, because me and Kat went out for a wee at base camp, and uh, I just squatted so I bloody loved it. The moon was shining. It was so beautiful. Snow onto the mountain. I wish I'd taken stars, a photo, but I, I probably like, couldn't. Oh, yeah, it was. I, that was one of the greatest. That was probably the greatest piece of my life. I really enjoyed that. Um so that was it's good but you usurps your previous Nepal. Which too. was also in Nepal, yeah. That yeah. was the previously when I pissed on the side of a mountain in a lightning storm. That was also amazing. Oh, happy times. Mm. But let's talk about base camp then. So so we'd walk like ten days, we get to base camp, and um it wasn't exactly what we were expecting. No. <clears throat> so um you'll you'll have seen all the photos of base
0: camp people. It's on the side of the rock, it's got every base camp. 5,300-something-something metres. Yeah. And when we'd booked booked this with um, Tanya, we're like, right, cool. We'll be able to do the world record attempt. We'll do our
1: 30-minute comedy show uh, in a geodesic dome. Great. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. blah. And we were like, and that's a good 60 metres above the current world record, so that will be fine in terms of the margin... And yeah, we paid um, to have broadband up there so we could stream it live and and record it. Because obviously for Guinness, it's not a question of just going, I've done this and they give you the record. Like you have to submit all this evidence and videos and pictures and all this stuff. So we're like, that's all fine. And then we turn out and they were like, oh, there'll be like a heated tent. You can do it in this tent and we'll get the audience in there. Mm. And then it all sort of started to go a bit wrong. (laughs) Yes. Half our group left because they were poorly with the altitude. So they're all fine now. Yeah. Um, But they sort of left and they had to go earlier in the day on a chopper because otherwise it would be too cloudy for the helicopter to take them so we lost we lost some audience members and we were like that's fine yeah that's fine and then we got to the tent didn't we we got to base camp <clears throat> and we
0: opened up the altimeter which was kindly given to us by
1: garmin thank you so much garmin thank you garmin Very much, yes. they yes. gave it to us for free just uh we add- have got to send it back you know that oh. you have still got it yeah it's okay for you it's it (laughs) they've just loaned it to us oh okay sorry thank you for (laughs) lending us the altimeter which helen's definitely not going to keep or put on ebay just to be clear
0: damn it (laughs) ah yeah so we the special altimeter so we took it out of the packet and um, and then we booted it up and we got Tanya and a few others to have a look at it. And then when we did the reading, what did it say? Ellie? It said
1: we were below the uh, the altitude. We were nowhere near five thousand three hundred sixty-four meters, uh, and we were below the current record. Yes. Um, so we were like, okay, great. Uh, so I was like, well, and that was about midday, wasn't that it? That was about midday. And the gig was at half three. Um, so I was like, we're just going to have to go higher, mm. um, which. It's harder than you'd think it would be at fucking Everest. You'd think, like, how hard can it be to go a bit higher? Okay, so Everest Base Camp is on a glacier. <laughs> we
0: were on a glacier, but then it was covered in sort of scrambly rocks.
1: Scree, I believe, yes, is the technical yes. term. Or so, moraine, is that the technical term? It's just, it's just gravel, sort of basically. gravel.
0: It's like giant gravel. So when you walk up it, it sort of moves underneath your feet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really
0: awesome. And we, we'd already been... To, this was day 11 of our trek. Yeah. Yeah, and we'd so we already were quite tired yeah we'd already trekked for about four or five hours to get there and it was a hard trek to get there
1: and then and there was no we'd been told there'd be heating in the main tent there was no heating no uh, at all so and it was mi- literally that night it was minus 25 so yeah. it was quite cold yeah um and I was like, well, we're just going to have to get higher, and we could see some slightly higher up tents in the distance, about ten minutes scramble away. Yeah. So I was like, well, let's head for those yellow tents. I don't know. And yeah. Literally like throwing a pin at a map, just going, I don't know. We'll go that there. That was high. Yeah. And we went over there, and it turned out to be they turned out to be the Tims or uh, the, the the Tims. <laughs> they turned out to be the tents of Nims, the world famous climber Nims Dye uh, yeah. who we just watched the movie of Fourteen Peaks a few days before. If you don't know, he can com- he climbed all fourteen peaks the eight thousand meter peaks uh, in seven months which has never been done before i mean he's basically an x-man isn't he he's just an astonishing human yeah he's got something else yeah he's, 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 he's got a... he's got something we haven't we know that much he's got two million instagram followers but apart from that as well <laughs> yeah uh, he's got a, a physiology that we can only dream of yeah he's extraordinary and so he wasn't there sadly no, he i wasn't mean there. his loss i mean <laughs> but i found his camp manager and i was like hi um yeah we're trying to break the world record for the world's highest stand-up comedy <laughs> gig and we need like a focal point and yours is can we just do it outside your tent and he was just like yeah yeah uh, <laughs> not a lot going on really just just didn't have much of it he looked as like he didn't really know what we were up to but he was like why not you know we didn't look murdery or no anything. no no uh
0: and so there was lots of blokes because it's it's march or it was um End of March when we did it, and so it's just the beginning of the season. So we saw lots of amazing kind of people constructing kind of tents and you yeah. know mattresses coming in and all sorts of things. So this was the
1: beginning of the summiters. right? And so, so so the the climbers actually going up weren't there yet. There was lots yeah. of people around, but they were all the porters, of the guides, the people building the toilet tents and the the, cooks the real and fucking like, heroes, the people yeah. who are actually doing the work. The people, the icefall doctors were there. The guys yeah. who actually put in the ropes so that the climbers can come along and climb up the mountain. So they're doing a the really dangerous work basically. So um, uh, we got all of them to come and watch our show with the help, again, of our amazing Sherpas, Dawa um, and, and Nima.
0: And then Kat was scrambling around. She was doing the PR. Yeah. Uh, and she was getting people in as well.
1: Yeah. And yeah. so we
0: did have, as per requirements of the Guinness, yeah. we had tickets.
1: Yeah, and we, we sold had, the tickets. We, yeah. t-
0: we sold all the tickets. We got all their names written down. Yeah. And,
1: uh, and we had an amazing gold PA system yes yes Amazing. we've got this karaoke system that Guinness approved for you so we had that and then so we were like right so so we'd sent everyone off to try and get audience members in and people were sort of going oh yeah okay maybe I'm, I'm actually and to, to be fair to people like, I'm actually at work do you know what I mean I'm actually trying to build this cooking tent <laughs> but okay um, and at we half were an like hour, please come we were like how do we draw people how do we announce that this is happening and I was like there's only one thing to do Helen and I got the karaoke machine on and we blasted out across everest venga boys the venga bus is coming yes and literally people were popping up like rabbits Ta-da, from these tents going what the fuck is going on i was so you're a genius ellie and people were literally just looking at what is going on and we'd be like come here just come over here it's a comedy show it's a comedy show oh it's amazing and it so god bless the venga boys i mean they've always been my hero we but, should we uh, should
0: we should message them to say they were really they were, they were yeah, with us really yeah, they absolutely. really were.
1: I was worried at one point because it was quite loud. I was a bit worried that it was going to cause an avalanche and then we'd have to <laughs> <laughs> and that would be the story in the newspapers. Oh. They played the Bengal is coming so loudly and it turned out to be the last thing anybody heard. Oh, um, that's
0: like a legendary thing like the E17 too many potatoes thing
1: yeah you know? exactly yeah. <laughs> <okay>. exactly <It's> okay. <laughs> oh, so it took God. a bit of work but we got the audience we got the required number of audience members in yes and we we started the show yes uh, and we've
0: got and we were going to broadcast it live but we do just have a recording so we could yeah. probably do a few I have listened back I watched, I showed, I showed my dear, my dear friend, um, uh, the other night and it, 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 it was, it was lovely to watch it back. Who oh, good. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah, good. yeah.
1: Good. Yeah. Cause it was obviously a weird gig for many weird reasons. There was three English speakers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so our, yeah. some of our
0: niche jokes weren't, uh, weren't no. as well received. Um, but the
1: audience were lovely and yeah. the big smiles and, and they, you could feel that they were cheering us on. And when we took our Big, Multiple, down jackets yes. off to reveal the gold cat suits. We got a huge cheer. Yeah, it was um, great. I think that was the highlight of the show. Yes, yeah, that's taking her clothes off. Yeah, um, the whole thing was very strange. I think for everyone involved, I cannot tell you how grateful I am to that audience who stood there in the freezing cold. It's one thing for us pratting around and we're doing a thing, and you know, but they stood there and watched that shit, and they, you know, might not have even understood what the fuck we were saying. Yeah. So I'm very grateful to those people. <laughs> and it turns out when it's about I think it probably would have been about minus 15 by
0: then because it was about 4.30 and it was getting colder and darker so we were very conscious it's very hard to sing in very cold very high altitude I'd say
1: the hardest you know it was the hardest gig we've had to do I think in many reasons oh physically hardest yeah it was the it was the coldest gig we've done since that time in Sheffield where there was no heating in the building and all the audience had to wear their coats yeah um I definitely, it was the hardest gig we've ever done. Yeah. It on all levels. <laughs> but it was Fair, an adventure, this, man. It was so exciting. And I, I look
0: at those photos with such fondness now that we, we did it, you know. Yeah. Like we, we set out to do it, you know, a year and a half ago. And, you know, and, and you did so much work with Giddes. Like, it is, people think, oh, I'm sure they think, oh, you just you just do a world record but there are so many sort of requirements and things like that I and mean, we were really meticulous about that yeah
1: it's a really serious business and they obviously take it really seriously yeah. and and you can't just say you know you have to submit all this stuff and it has to all get signed off so we don't actually know if we've got the world record yet, because I haven't, I've just since got back, I've sort of collapsed and I haven't submitted all the evidence yet. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like making a legal case. You have to get, right, these, you've got to tick off all these videos and all these statements and all this stuff. I've got to get all that stuff together. Yeah. um, And then send it into them and then they will review all that stuff and then we find out if we've got the record or not. But honestly, even if we haven't, I'm so glad that we did it yeah because same. it was absolutely fucking mental and if we haven't got the record it, i think it's a really funny story yeah that we went to every space camp and failed together. Re- <laughs>
0: <laughs> surely that's the record it's like that's, if that's the a, most a, effort put in for the least result yes is, is exactly right yeah. but we must say the other thing is that on top of all this we were raising money yes for an extraordinary charity um which i which you were an ambassador for so i will I let you talk i'm am about- an
1: ambassador i just like saying that i'm an ambassador i'm an ambassador with frostbite that's my new <laughs> identity for 2023 and um, so it's for the born charity and um, so b-o-r-n-e is how it's spelled so born um is this amazing charity and they fund research into preventing uh premature birth and so basically saving babies lives um, as I, I've banged on about before, I had a premature baby in 2014, um, and so do 15 million other people every year. It's not just me, it turns out, Helen. Unbelievably, I'm not special. Oh, apparently, uh, I'm not the only one who's had a divorce. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who would have thought it? I know. <laughs> uh, so, yes, uh, 15 million babies are born early around world and actually 10 percent of the babies born in nepal are born early and the the point about born is they're trying to do this research to to make that stop happening basically to improve the chances for mums and babies um and that is research that they share globally so it's not just about um, babies here in the uk it is about babies in countries like nepal where perhaps they don't have quite the same medical facilities that we have but at least if we can share the knowledge and the expertise it's about improving the outcome globally um so anyway that's the serious bit over the point is give us your fucking money exactly exactly so we've still got our gofundme open and we'll keep that open
0: um for i don't know for for a few weeks longer but we'd love you if
1: you've got just a tiny bit of um cash to spare do donate um, and I know and that millions of people already, Well loads Loads of yes. people already have And thank you so much For that Because mm. that's Incredibly kind And we're very very grateful We've raised Over £15,000 Helen awesome We're saving lives Ah oh, Literally Probably yes. Hopefully Can we segue into Because
0: it's not only This world record Ellie Gibson In oh. the lead up In the lead up Because not only Does she do stand up comedy She's a um, You know
1: World renowned Video games person But you You
0: broke a world record
1: i did well i hope so again i'm uh, still waiting for adjudication <laughs> waiting for adjudication but um yes i played uh, power wash simulator which is a game that is what what you'd think uh is just power washing you just power wash shit uh bungalows monster trucks lara croft's house yes i did that for 24 hours um something to do yeah so there you go um why again no one really knows it seemed like a good idea at the time yeah.
0: Everyone was ca- captivated. It's an excellent game. It's a, re- it's like, it's like reverse colouring
1: in. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's very soothing, actually. It's yeah. Very, so, a so, huge thank you as well to Future Lab who make the game, and they gave us five grand for the Born charity. Oh, and heck! Great bunch of lads. Bloody awesome. Uh, I'm very and apparently they've sent me some uh, power wash simulator merch, but it's gone to our agent's house. So I've got to go and get it. <laughs> so, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm
0: so excited. It's awesome. But I, yeah, it was an incredible feat. So you stayed up. Well, more than 24 hours, because you started off in the morning. Yeah. You did 8am to 8am. Yeah. I was here for the first hour, or the first day, and the last the end, hour. Yeah, And um, extraordinary. But you you stared and played the computer game for 24 hours. Oh, it went, it was I mean, not... that's every teenage
1: boy's dream, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. Um, but yeah, so so there was that adventure, and, and now, and now we're back home. And we've just been saying, haven't we? So we got back home about a week ago. Um, and we've both been absolutely knackered I've just I had to like I, I was like you said I was alright for the first couple of days and then I've just been like I've been sleeping like 15 hours a day like yeah. I just it's
0: knackering Hugo and I have had quite a lot of screen time um, quality time together yeah, on the sure. sofa um, but yes I, I just I find it really hard to function and make decisions actually afterwards I'm like yeah. should I just hang out that washing I'm just too tired I've washed the same load of washing three times you'd be hit. very surprised to hear but it, I <clears throat> a lot of people have said that like couple of weeks after just go easy on yourself because yeah but because uh, i did feel high like when we on the last day when we sort of crossed across the finishing line i felt so elated and then we went back to katmandu oh my god we've got to talk about going back to Kathmandu. oh hot showers and oh, oh yeah but okay. how did we get to
1: katmandu Ellie? oh in a helicopter we went uh, in a helicopter uh, <laughs> yes i'd never been in a helicopter before and even i was a little bit like Ugh. Uh, but it was absolutely fine, it was amazing absolutely it's, a, it's amazing. a strange feeling, it's like being in a, you know, we had Mr Tony, uh, yes our pilot was called Mr Tony, that was his cool sign, it was on the back of his helmet like in Top Gun, which I was very ex- excited about, and he was in sort of like this sort of beige, all in one sort of
0: helicopter, you know, uniform Yeah. and he looked like he was in sort of his like 50s or 60s, like he'd seen stuff He's, yeah. He, I felt like he was in safe hands but it does feel like you're just sitting in like a little tin can, and that And how I would like, and it feels like someone's picked it up, like a yeah, like like a, like a, like a big pair of hands, yeah, yeah, and then you're just sort
1: of floating through the air. It's a strange feeling, yeah, like you're in one of those little Kinder Egg yellow things. Yeah, I feel like (coughs) yeah, it's very straight. It feels about as flimsy. Um, But again, it was a joy to see how excited
0: you were, and you again sat on the window seat yeah (laughs) and i was in the middle quite happily but it was yeah that was that was extraordinary going back to Kathmandu, and then we had yes a hot shower and then we went out for dinner and we caught up with our old friend
1: yes our friend achana so um you might remember years ago we did a podcast the last time we went to nepal um, and achana was our guide and our interpreter and and she's a dear friend and so Mm. it's lovely to see her again yeah and catch up and then yeah and then we came home yeah
0: and we had a lovely flight home and what happened on the flight Ellie um Kat our <sighs> dear friend um she'd been working in a corporate job so she'd had all these air miles so she upgraded Ooh. herself to business class and uh we were we were we were very happy
1: in economy yeah we were fine uh we were very tired and I had a little nap didn't yeah I, we really? had quite a lot of space and you you had a little sleep and then Kat came to see us and I was still awake and so we just started balancing things on your head and taking pictures of you because... Why, why? not? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> why exactly. wouldn't you
0: do that? I know. That, and, and you posted it on Instagram and people said, of course you do that. Why wouldn't you, <laughs> why wouldn't you put a napkin and a wine glass on your friend's head? Oh, oh so that, yes. And, and and finally, the final trip for the now, Jean, um, Kat was like, give me a water bottle. I'm like, why? Oh, yeah. And she took it up to first class and she put some very nice champagne in it and then brought it back so we could drink champagne out of our Nalgene oh. is there anything that a Nalgene can't
1: do uh,
0: I've not weeded mine actually no but but Tanya said get get a medium-sized funnel
1: uh. she stipulated don't need a large small too small yeah. um, a, a medium again with the hot water bottle element it could be quite yeah anyway I'm... um <laughs> just just thinking out now really Mm. Uh, so there we go so then so now I don't know if you've had this question a few people have said to me uh, already like what's next what's the next adventure Mm. and I've gone I don't want one (laughs) (laughs) really happy I know
0: this is we were talking what was really nice is that we had all this time as you know it was a group of four of us like Taz and Kat and Ellie and I and then we just started planning your wedding we started planning
1: renewing my vows yeah yeah, yeah. You, to be honest you and Kat were more into it than me I was just let you carry on yeah and that, that was, was that was really nice that um, was pleasant but but, uh, but we did say we'd love to do another walking thing
0: but somewhere warm
1: yes somewhere warm But and maybe and even seven at, days this is it I think we were away for two and a half weeks and there was no other way to do it there's no shorter way really no. unless you don't walk it to, to get to base camp um so but it was too long I think it was too long to go away from my kids and like they're fine they're like yeah we're fine but it was my kids said
0: yeah we love you we're very proud of you but don't no not no no I
1: think that's I think we're we're done with that I think Mm. a week everyone agrees is a reasonable time but um, yeah and I don't to be honest there isn't another a great thing that
0: I have desire to do no and Juan and Emmy told us about Kilimanjaro and we went we're great it's great you've done it great yeah but you stay intense the whole way up and i i've
1: known that's too intense for me that's (laughs) exactly so intense (laughs) uh yeah no i'm not i don't want to do that um i had always wanted to see everest it was a lifetime ambition and i've seen it and it was amazing and i'm really glad i did it and i'm never doing it again no Uh, i don't need to see everest again I really don't. I think it will still be there, whether we go and see it or not. So. Yeah,
0: and we were we were very lucky. There were days, there were days when it snowed, mm. and um, which made it sort of
1: like Narnia. We we said yes, optimistically. The day with the snow and the lightning that was very relaxing. Yes, I must say that was
0: f- really frightening. Yeah. We on so it's eleven days up. So we did our gig. Um, on the 11th day, and then day 12, 13, and 14 was basically a sprint. Just it down, yeah. Down yeah. the hill. And there would be days where we were walking for sort of nine and a half hours, yeah. which was really full on. And going downhill, Bit, bit hard on the
1: knees i would say a little bit tricky yeah although yeah. weirdly my knees um, have been better than they have for years like because after i did the marathon i, I reckon it's because bum and I reckon yeah it... th- they've been amazing so yeah that's exciting um yeah i, I like i quite like the down bit but mm. um yeah so i yeah I, I think i'm sort of done with big projects for a while oh well I'm this year
0: doing the Copenhagen Marathon in May (laughs) I'm doing the Mont Blanc MCC it's like an ultra marathon but I'm doing that with Cat. amazing in August Um, so that's 17k's up 23k down Mont Blanc uh, in a day and then I'm going to New York to the New York Marathon amazing what
1: a dickhead Um, looking forward to all three no good for you Um, I'm going to finish watching series 10 of Married at First Sight Australia, which it feels like itself is itself a marathon. That's something. Some of the episodes are an hour and fifteen minutes long, mate. What?
0: How? Really good. That's a lot of. I mean, I must say. Also, we've forgotten to tell them when we were in Nepal on the second of April. It was our ten-year anniversary. Oh, it was.
1: So ten years since
0: we met. So that was really nice, and we marked it with a lovely, a lovely dinner. We Uh, did. It was very nice. Um, But yes, it was a yeah it was it was a nice way to sort of celebrate all that and then yeah like, yeah but i don't have i mean this year we're, we're going on tour lots and doing lots yeah. of yeah and i love that we're going yeah. to lots of great places and you know all those sort of things but yeah nothing nothing sort of massive
1: no exactly i think uh, calm down you two just calm down <laughs> just fucking calm the fuck down which yeah. which pete's very re- relieved about uh so but yeah is it said it in- inspired him to do um something for himself though he's talking about for his 50th which is about five years he wants to go and watch the whole of the tour de france fucking yes and who the fuck am i to say go fuck yourself (laughs) at this point how can i really look him in the face and go no yeah Uh, i've just had two and a half weeks to go to the other side of the world to do a dangerous difficult thing Mm. i'm not gonna you know put my rubber stamp on you going to france for three weeks i feel like that's a fair that's a fair ask. I think so. He's giving you fair warning. Yes. <laughs> uh, I might have said he's got to take the children for at least a week. But apart <laughs> from that, uh, it'll be fine. It'll we, be fine. Yes.
0: Now. I would one day like to take you to Australia. I think that yeah. would be nice. Um,
1: but we don't have to do that soon. No. I mean, I've been, as I said, I've been watching a lot of Married at First Sight <laughs> Australia. I'm not in a hurry uh, <laughs> to go and hang out with those people. Uh, but they don't have to I'm come sure to I'm sure it's very nice. <laughs>
0: Taryn, my, my, as I kept calling her, my Australian best friend (laughs) (laughs) throughout the whole trip. I know who's listening. Some of my best friends are Australian. (laughs) Um, She was on the campaign to go, Ellie, come to Australia. So maybe we'll do that one one time. But um, yes, I think my children will be very happy if I I just sort of, yeah, they're happy for me to go to New York for three or four days to run a marathon and do all those sort of things, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll stick to what we
1: know is just twatting about in stinky cat suits, yeah, for a bit. Obviously, I'm not saying I'll never do another adventure ever again, but mm. definitely on that scale, I don't, yeah, no, not for a while, <laughs> yeah. And look, we're not judgy people, but we did see um
0: families with younger children Ooh. starting the trek, and we thought,
1: oh, that would be a, that's lot. a lot. I yeah. wouldn't take my kids. No, and again, look, all families are different, blah, blah, blah. Maybe that's up to them. I don't know, but yeah, my kids would just fucking whinge and moan the whole time. Yeah. I had, there's absolutely no way I would take my kids.
0: There wasn't a lot of pizza, so Hugo probably would starve. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we did have pizza a couple of nights. Yeah. yeah it, it was, was fine. Yeah, it was
1: okay. Um, <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Well, look, should we end with a, with a quick scummy mummy confession? Maybe something from the trek?
0: Yeah, I, I have to say, one of. The, the most uncomfortable moments was when we were marching down it was an electrical storm we had to get into namche bazaar uh at a certain time and we were sprinting and i didn't i don't think i had my panty liner in at the time and i did a massive sneeze and i did a wee inside oh. many layers
1: oh no
0: yeah i i that was a low point I oh. must say that was my scum I did a wee inside because there were some days it kept day... you warm though yes just yeah. for a bit just for a bit yeah yeah the, um, and also um, Taryn won't mind me saying this we shed we shared a loo obviously for 14 days and um, there was one incident where um, I did I did a big big brown giraffe basically in the loo oh. and the toilet wouldn't flush oh, oh no, no 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 and I had to say this. I can I don't know what I'm going to do with that. And she's no. like, and she had to do one. And we we both did a poo in the same loo.
1: Oh, like a poo on top of each other. Yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah, side by side. Oh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> did you compare and contrast? No, I didn't want to look. Uh, no. And but you couldn't even paper over because no, you have to put the paper can't
1: in put the, the paper in the. Yeah. Oh, oh no, no. That's, that is a dark. It's a dark day.
0: Yeah, we always used to joke. Taz went on a holiday um years ago and she said, always take gloves. Always take um you know, what's it called? You know gloves that disposable. Latex gloves. 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 Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in case of these sort of emergencies. What? How would gloves help with that problem? Because you could've you could have put the gloves on and taken one of the poos out.
1: I've done what with it! I don't know what you put it in. I put it in the bed somewhere else! <laughs> it would stink the whole room no where would you put it what? what the fuck wait we you
0: can't just we need to hear more about it. where is Taryn what is- Taz once was sharing a room with a stranger right and did a poo that couldn't flush and so she had to put her gloves on and then break up the poo to flush it down
1: but she, ha- she happened to have latex gloves with yeah, her yeah yeah because
0: she said that's the thing you should take on holiday with you
1: oh my god that's the worst thing I've ever heard <laughs> That's changed my opinion of her completely. I, can't, I love you, Taz. Can't look her in the face again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ellie's turn for scummy when we oh, confessions. I don't think I can beat that, really. Oh, I, it was... In- um. i I would just say that, obviously, you know, as I say, it was in, an incredible experience in terms of, you know, um, discovering more about Nepalese culture and absorbing, you know, getting to know some yeah. of the people who live there and and... and you know the, the sherpa culture and all of that and i really absorbed that um i definitely uh, at night went to bed and, and read really important serious books about all that and i didn't watch the apprentice on my phone which i'd pre-downloaded <laughs> before i left england i the walls were papery thin <laughs> the walls were so papery thin
0: you probably heard i had i had duncan and adrian farting a lot they heard me farting a lot and you and then were then like and you were like <laughs>
1: that, sort of, that was mine and Cat's treat. We would get into our little beds, and then she did. She was like, "But you can't see the phone." She's like, "I don't care. I'll just listen to it like a podcast." Yeah. So I would watch The Apprentice, and she would listen to it. Hilarious. And, uh, and comfort. I, I don't regret it. I specifically chose The Apprentice because I was like, "I'm going to want something that's sort of, yeah, sort of British, reminds me of home, but also like isn't really sad, or you know, doesn't involve murdered girls, no, like, no, no, or dead no. children, or anything, no. anything like that." Um but it's just basically twats I can laugh at and The Apprentice fulfilled that brief admirably <laughs> highly so thank recommend you, Sir yes. Alan uh, thank you so much
0: <clears throat> I, must, I must say there was so I started farting quite freely in front of the, the, <laughs> the kids the kids the, 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 uh, a fellow group about two or three days in and Ellie was like it's taken you five months to fart in front of your boyfriend yet you've chosen three days in in front of these strangers I was like they're farting
1: we're all farting <laughs> like all, all bets are off we're all farting it's fine (laughs) oh well there we go um so that's that's been our everest special uh yeah so i hope we've made some sense i'm still exhausted really my brain is and my mouth are not still collecting stuff no I, i've got a very uh yeah i'm very bad at making decisions
0: uh even worse so than i was before but hopefully we'll we'll be we'll be back in form when we
1: start our gigs in a couple of weeks won't we? yes i think we're recording some more podcasts next week aren't we that i'm quite yes, excited about yes so. taming twins lady yes yes she did the excellent cookbook what's for dinner we've got her on we've got some interior designers on I'm gonna do an interior design special very exciting good for audio uh very good for <laughs> audio yes that's right um and also uh yeah we're, we're going to be back on tour so we're going to be coming uh to a hopefully indoor venue in, yes in, warm like above zero temperatures yes uh, very soon yes we're going to be
0: next in a couple of weeks we'll be in milton Keynes and winchester and then oh. we're going up do you know what i'm really excited about going back to newcastle yeah oh my god it's gonna be, be awesome so it's going to be so good. All it's right. Going to be amazing. And back in the van with your father. Back in the van. <laughs> have you
1: seen your father since you got back? Uh, have I seen him? No, I don't think I have, actually. I've spoke to him on the phone. Okay. So, yeah, he's, yeah, he was a bit, I think he was secretly a bit annoyed he didn't get to pick us up from the airport because Pete came. But, yeah. uh, you know, he can drive us to Milton Keynes instead. Don't worry, Dad. <laughs> your time will come. <laughs> oh right so thank you again everybody for listening um, and thank you so much for all your donations honestly Bourne is not a massive charity and it means such a lot to them and to us so we're very very grateful thank you yes and
0: you can still donate and um, and do just check out what Bourne's doing on their, their website and everything
1: and you'll see a picture of one of their ambassadors Emily that's right on
0: the website the
1: ambassador <laughs> Not, not with frostbite. Yeah. Um, so yes. So that's it for us from now. Good. I can't speak. That's what I'm saying. Should we you. end the podcast? Let's just. Oh, well, good. What is it? Half past six. Time for bed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Why are you clapping? Have uh, you just farted?
0: Yes. Oh the fuck no. Sake.